0: Hi, my name is Rod Cleef. I'm host of the Lifetime Cashflow Podcast, and I want to take a second and talk about my friend Adam Adams and his events. Now, I've been blessed to speak at his events, and I know he's known as one of the top meetup organizers on the planet. But let me just say this about Adam. If he's, if he's having an event, go to it. Adam focuses on adding absolutely as much value as possible. He comes with my highest endorsement.
1: It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies, brought to you by RealBlueSpruce.com.
0: I cannot believe that we are already... In this far into August and coming up to the Raising Money Summit, it's only a few weeks away. I've got a bunch of amazing speakers and I want you to hear from them now. So check out what a couple of them are going to be speaking about at the Raising Money Summit and I'll see you there October 3rd, 4th and 5th. Hi everyone. My name is Ramakrishna. One of the important aspects that changed my business is how I get my stock commitments. And I'm going to explain you the step-by-step process, how you can get $3 million of soft commitment for your next either multifamily deal or a startup or whatever that you're trying to raise capital. You know, come see me in Denver in October 1st week. Don't miss this. And then you will be really amazed how soft commitments will help you not to be nervous in raising money for your next deal. Thank you. See you there.
1: Hi, I'm Jillian Sidoti from one of the top syndication law firms in the country, Trowbridge Sidoti, Lawyers.net. And there's a massive controversy going on right now in the world of raising private money. And that has to do with using your network to raise money for you. I see a lot of people doing this. I get a lot of phone calls about it. And a lot of people are doing it wrong. I want you to do it right. I want you to do it right. I want you to raise more money than you ever have before. And I want you to use your network. So I'm going to teach you how to rock your network For your money raising you will raise more money this year than you ever have before if you follow what i tell you october 3rd through the 5th at the annual raising money summit it's in denver you need to join us the annual raising money summit october 3rd through 5th and i'm going to teach you how to rock your network to raise more money than you ever have before
2: Hey, this is Matt Terrio of Epic Real Estate, and I've had this date marked on my calendar for a really long time. I'm looking forward to coming to Denver in October to share my secrets to raising private capital. I've raised millions using three specific, small, simple little questions that anyone can use, and I'm not going to hold anything back. If you're there, you're going to know them, and you'll be able to raise millions too.
0: Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams. And today, I'm very excited to be talking about a subject that we don't normally talk about on this podcast. And we have Marcella Silva, who is an expert in what's called land banking, and I'll let her answer that question as to what is land banking. Is it flipping little pieces of land? How long do you hold it? All this, all these questions that you probably have in your mind. I'll let Marcella answer those questions. Now, she's been involved with this for several years. She has a lot of experience. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Marcella. How are you?
2: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Adam, for having me. And hello to all of your awesome listeners out there. I appreciate your time today.
0: Oh, well, it's good to have you. What What is, if you could just define land banking for the listener before we get started.
2: Sure. So the simple definition of land banking is buying pre-developed land Located in the path of growth. A great example is if you grew up in an area where a lot of growth has happened, you know, think about what that area used to look like when you were young compared to what it looks like today. I currently live in the San Francisco Bay area and that is a perfect example of a missed land banking opportunity. If you look around this area, there's no more land left. You could have bought land here 20 years ago for $500 per acre and today it's worth two to seven million per acre. So that's the power of land banking when you buy it in a high growth area.
0: Awesome, how long have you been involved in it?
2: I've personally been involved for 11 years. How did you get started? So this goes several years back. Um, I was born and raised in New Mexico. Growing up, I watched my parents invest a lot in land, and they did very well with their land investments. Today, they're retired as a result of it. Those land, that land, also helped put me through college. So when I retired from college or graduated from college, I was recruited to work at a prestigious national laboratory government laboratory as a software engineer worked there for about 10 years and at that time I remember thinking to myself you know I really was I didn't feel like I was ever going to be able to be financially free I had really big dreams for my financial future wanting financial independence and all I had was a 401k I had no sense of ownership with that 401k And actually at that time, the lab I was working through went through a major transition and completely changed all of their benefits, including their retirement system. So I vividly remember at that time, sitting at my kitchen table, looking at my 401k statement, thinking to myself, how am I ever going to be able to retire? The only way this goes up is when I put money into it. This is absolutely ridiculous. So I knew right then I had to do something different with those funds, had to take matters into my own hands. And I decided I wanted to use that money and invest it in real estate. Why real estate? Well, it's created wealth for people throughout history. And again, I wanted that pride of ownership, owning something physical that I can see. To me, the stock market is just a house of cards. Um, So... I started going out and looking for different real estate investment opportunities. I got my real estate license—not that I plan on selling any real estate, but just for my own nerdy knowledge—and went to seminars, read books, and along the way, I decided, you know, I really didn't want to become a landlord. Not that it's wrong or that it's bad. I just didn't have the patience for dealing with tenants' toilets and termites. And I, again, that was something that I watched my parents invest, uh, uh, deal with because they had some rental properties, so I wasn't interested in that, and there were a lot of programs out there that I just didn't have a good gut feeling about, so one day, I think my land banking guardian angel showed up. I was at a seminar, and this lady sat next to me, and she started telling me about land banking, and I was like, what the heck is that? Never heard of that before, but it had to do with land, and I had that natural connection to land and affinity towards it because of my parents and what they invested in, so I decided, you know, I'm, I better go look further into this. And after learning more about it, I had an instant gut feeling that this, is, this was the investment I was looking for. And it gave me the opportunity to own a piece of earth, have a physical asset that throughout history has always gone up in value, especially when you buy it correctly. So that's when I took my old 401k rolled it into what's called a self-directed IRA and used that to purchase my very first property in at the beginning of 2008. So luckily I took my money out of the stock market before I lost a bunch of it. And within the first year of buying my first property, the value more than doubled on that property. And this was during the downturn of 08. So I said, okay, wow, there's really something to this investment. So I started learning more about the company and ultimately decided to retire from being a software engineer to let other people know about this opportunity because the only way you're going to hear about it is through word of mouth. We don't do any marketing um, as far as that goes because it's a very limited opportunity and there is a point where the land is going to run out. So I'm trying to help as many people as I can as well as continue to build my own land portfolio.
0: That's Awesome. And I know you have like several properties right now yourself. I think like over a million million and a half or more square feet of of properties and it sounds like this is really going well for you. I was interested as you were kind of talking about that you were nervous about the stock market. You weren't sure if, if the money in the stock market was, you know, in the super safe, super safe place and obviously you were right. But what's interesting is I was going to ask you how you, um, how you pulled your money from your 401k into real estate, and I, and I heard your answer. You got a self-directed retirement account, which I guess is allowed to purchase things like property. I, I remember you saying you doubled your value in 2008. Uh, how did you find a self-directed retirement company in order to help you get your Retirement funds and control it yourself.
2: Sure. So actually the company I represent, Velour Enterprises, which is the company I purchased my property from, they kind of directed me in the way of, you know, Hey, this is an opportunity that you can use since you have this money. Here's some self-directed IRA companies that we recommend that are fully bonded. You have to really, you know, understand the different types of companies because there's so many out there and some of them are not actual custodians. They're just intermediaries, and you want to work with an actual custodian that is fully bonded, so they had a few that they recommended, and I chose one, and it was a very simple process, just simply moving money from one account to another, and once it was there, um, actually acquiring the land was very easy. Um, Velour, they have an escrow department that has done thousands of self-directed IRA transactions. So we know how to do it correctly and make it very easy for investors. And it was easy for myself as well.
0: Awesome. And by the way, for the listener, if, uh, if you're wanting to learn more about this, if, if so far you're already ready to do this, um, Valora Enterprises is who she works with. But if you go to dirtisgold.com, that's for the best place to go. Just to go to gold. Dot com, you'll be able to learn a ton more about this investment. Um, while, we're, while we're chatting on this, where I heard you say that you, you're originally from New Mexico. Now you're living in a really nice area out in California. And if you had land banked in California a long time ago, you would have made millions and millions and millions of dollars.
2: So how do you know
0: where to invest?
2: So that's the brilliance behind the company. Um, when it comes to investing in land, there's multiple different factors you have to take into consideration. First of all, where to invest. You want to find a high growth area. What constitutes a high growth area? It has to be an economic powerhouse. There has to be a minimum of at least seven different economic trends causing that area to grow at a rapid pace. We're not, ex- we're not investing in areas that you would consider a bedroom community where it's mostly just housing there. Um, We want areas that have various different industries that are coming into those areas, not only causing development but creating jobs, which just kind of proliferates growth and development. So understanding where these economic powerhouses are and how economics works is a very integral part of investing. Um, also understanding you know how the cities are growing, the political uh, environment with those cities, infrastructure growth, where are the cities or counties putting money into infrastructure, so many different factors and um, I go over this in very great detail with investors who want to learn more but understanding the economics is very important and then once you find those areas making sure that you're getting quality marketable and developable land that is the biggest key when investing in land I've heard so many stories about quote-unquote land speculators who go out and try to buy land on their own because maybe they think it's cheap or it looks like it's in a high growth area. You have to be very careful. Land is very risky if you don't know what you're doing. One little thing with it could cause it to be worthless land. And you have to know how to do that research. I've met hundreds of real estate agents out there And really none of them know the first thing about doing the due diligence of land. And that's fine because that's not their wheelhouse. Even though land is considered real estate, it's very different than traditional types of um, real estate like homes and buildings. So beware.
0: Got it, beware. So yeah, you're talking about how it could be risky if you don't do it right. And I love that you have the education to help people do it right. But I'm thinking that there's, at least three different types of places out there. There's the places where it's farther away from all of this development where the land could be cheaper. So maybe it could be possibly exponentially higher. This is just my limited beliefs, right? My limited thinking without having the education that you provide. I'm I'm looking far off into the distance where I don't have to pay those premiums and I could just hope or speculate that this could go up. The other um, type of land that I can think of that might be valuable is the land right by the houses. It's, I'm not talking about the seven different factors you talked about. I am talking about, well, this is where properties already are. And so these houses are all developing, or I think they're developing. There might not be like high growth, high development, seven different factors like you mentioned, Um, all these powerhouses was one of the quotes that I have you on. Um, but I believe that I'm, I have a raw piece of land and it's between two big neighborhoods. So I'm curious also, why is that not a good piece of land? Why do you invest only where these powerhouses are? The seven different develop, develop, I can't even say it, quality, marketable and developable. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit more just real fast on why there and not those other two places.
2: Really, it comes down to risk. Um, when investing with our company, we, our goal is to eliminate all the risks that we can control. Risks that we know would cause land to be undevelopable. The risks that we cannot control really is time. So by investing in areas that don't have those economic trends, you're putting yourself at risk of time taking too long. We want areas where rapid growth is constantly happening in all cycles of the economy, even in the down economy development is still happening. If you're investing where it's only bedroom communities, the economy goes down, you're not going to be getting the returns that you're looking for even during those downturns. So again, if you're in an area where there's economic trends that are coming in, regardless of what's going on in the economy, then you're going to have a shorter time of holding that land. And a lot of times you're going to have bigger returns because there's going to be a lot more development, a lot more types of different types of growth coming in.
0: Well, that makes sense then why when you were in the economic downturn and you took your money out of the stock market, you were able to still double your portfolio. It sounds like it's because you didn't invest way out of the way like I was originally thinking could be great and why you didn't invest just right by a few houses that you were hoping that they could uh, build some more houses. So this sounds like it's more of a system, more uh, structured that you, the company does a whole bunch of, of of research to know when this is happening. You mentioned a little bit of the research, but are there any other parts of what the company does for research that you might be able to share with the listener right now?
2: Sure. So our research is called the 16, three and 10 method of comprehensive analysis. So I'm not going to go over all of it, but basically the 16 are 16 points, making sure it's that quality developable marketable land. We take every property through 16 different layers of maps To make sure there's no issues with that land and then the three is what we call the three mile radius so all of our properties have to be within three miles of existing as well as new developments coming in that way we're not buying land out in the middle of nowhere where it could take you know 50 100 years before anything happens so we want development already existing there and new ones coming in and then the 10 is the 10 key indicators locating a high-growth, pre-developed area. For example, you wanna make sure that there's infrastructure already there. You wanna make sure that there's accessibility by freeway, air, and rail to that particular city. Um, You wanna make sure that there is industrial, commercial, And residential developments not just residential you also want to make sure that it's a pro-business city government that wants to grow and that doesn't make it hard for development to come into that area so those are just a few kind of scratching the surface of some of the research that we do
0: have you ever looked in the mirror and thought you'd be further along financially by now if so you're not alone Many people find themselves wanting to ditch their nine-to-five, wishing they had more time with their family. What most people want is to simply live the life that they choose, and with plenty of money to do so. The good news is you can live an abundant life through apartment investing. Mark and Tamil Kenny with Think Multifamily help you take back the time and freedom so that you can live free from the stresses that burden so many. Through multifamily investing, they teach you how to set your family up for a lifetime of true success and fulfillment. They have helped hundreds of people just like you. Patrick, for example, who since working with Think Multifamily has purchased over 900 units with another 850 under contract. And at 27 years old, was able to quit his demanding job in corporate America. Regardless of your age or profession, Think Multifamily can help you create the life of your dreams. As hosts of the new Think Multifamily podcast, Mark and Tamil will walk you through the journey step-by-step to make sure you are completely set up for success. Through this interview-style podcast, you will gain a proven strategic apartment investing system and hear stories from successful investors, all to help you be light years ahead of those who try to do it alone. Subscribe to the Think Multifamily podcast today at thinkmultifamily.com forward slash podcast. I'm blown away at the just the 16, 3, and 10 that you shared. I'm, I'm seriously blown away. You have 16 different points to know if this is the right place. Then you have three different things, it, three miles um, radius. Is it close enough to these places? And then you have the other 10 bullet points like is the city – wanting to have development? Are they offering tax incentives or are they making it difficult on the other hand? I if if people just knew the sixteen, three, and ten, I think that would help them a lot. Is there a place where they can find that, like on your website or, or through your educational program? Yes.
2: Yeah, so for people who are interested in learning more, I do webinars. Um you can get on one of my webinars. I do live webinars three to two to three times a month. I also have live events that I do. If you live in the Bay Area, please contact me directly for that. Or we can always meet one-on-one. Again, if you live in the Bay Area, we can do that as well.
0: Awesome. And, and again, it is dirtisgold.com, right? Correct. Uh, perfect. Um, if you could, you've talked about the risks a few times. You've, you've mentioned that word, it's, it can be risky a few times. So if you could,
2: what are some of the risks and the rewards for investing in dirt? Sure. So I love this. I'm going to give an example of a risk of land. So we had an investor who purchased a 10 acre parcel from us for $150,000. This particular investor lived in another state and didn't know anything about land or California real estate in general. So what do you think they did? They wanted to do their own due diligence, which is fine, and they decided to go online to see what other land is selling for. And usually, you know, when you're looking at comps, it's because you're used to traditional residential real estate. Well, you know, if you sell your house, you're gonna call up a real estate agent and they're gonna tell you what the value of that house is worth based off of comps, comparable prices, right? So they have that mindset when looking at dirt. And there's something to keep in mind when looking at dirt. If you start with a false premise, you'll end with a false conclusion. So they are starting with a false premise, assuming that surrounding land is going to be the same value. They go online. They find another 10-acre parcel of land, same size, literally touching the one that they're buying from Belor. And the one online is selling for only $50,000. So they're thinking to themselves, I'm a genius. I'm going to save $100,000 by buying this property online versus buying the one from Velour. Little do they know, and again, land is a buyer beware investment. You have to figure it out yourself. They don't just, it is not required by the state to provide any disclosures on land. And it's completely different than housing. So if you don't have the proper maps, which we did, and actually if I had the visual, I could show you guys. But if we, we overlaid the map on top of the land that they were seeing online, and there were these, this huge dotted line strip running right through the middle of that land that was selling online for only $50,000. But if you drive there and go look at it, it all looks the same. What they don't see, and again, what they don't have to tell you in this particular case, was that there's a utility easement running through the middle of that land, preventing it from being developable. So the biggest risk in land is not what you see, it's what you don't see that can really hurt you. So at Valour, we take care of doing all of the research and getting rid of those risks or making sure we don't acquire land that has those risks on there. Um, Before an investor ever has the opportunity to invest in it now There are some risks that we cannot control mainly. It's you as the investor Did you invest with patient money? Seven to ten years is the typical hold time for our land investments It's through the natural growth and progression of a city. We're not creating artificial returns So it's going to take time for that development to come however it can take, it can be much sooner than seven years. I've had investors getting offers on their properties before they even closed escrow on the property. Or it could take longer than ten years. It really just depends. Every property is very unique and different. So are you patient enough to hold that land until it's maturity? Until the market comes to you. So with land, we're not worried about market ups and downs. Uh, our only concern is being patient enough to let the market come to us. And it has nothing to do with the market ups and downs if you acquired it in the right areas where growth is continually happening. And it's a quality piece of land.
0: Love it. Thank you for going into that. I have a a story <laughs> real fast that this is like a story that has happened so many times. It's, it doesn't specifically talk about land banking, but it's just to show how important the education is on certain things. Like uh, I paid $40,000 to get educated for multifamily syndication. And I learned things like a phase one environmental study is so important because people are buying properties that have oil uh, or odd things in the ground. And it's really a, a garbage piece of property. So if you didn't know that, you'd lose millions of dollars. Other things like I took I spent another $40,000 by um, taking a tax deed and tax lien educational course because I wanted to do it right because I heard stories and this happens all the time. People are like, I don't need to take that education. I just want to, I'll, I'll just go over here and all of a sudden they look up a parcel. It appears like it's it's got a mansion on it. But what they found was it's a two foot strip of, grass of lawn that's, that happens to be on that dirt. It's its, its own like parcel, but it's, it's worthless. It's nothing. And the person stopped paying their taxes on that little piece of grass because they're like, what are you going to do? Take, take part of my lawn and it doesn't really matter. But the person doing it is thinking that they just got a mansion for like $12,000, but they really just bought a piece of grass that's useless. They can never do anything And they just bought it for 12 grand. What a waste of money, right? Or they might even spend more. So it's really important to do the education. I was curious on how your education works.
2: So kind of like I mentioned before, um, for if an an investor wants to be educated they can hop on one of my webinars go on my website sign up for those or you know if if my if those scheduled webinars don't work for them we can look into scheduling a private one with them and i will educate them all about land banking Um, i personally have gone through hours and hours of education by the company. I have been certified by the company to provide this information and I'm, I mean, weekly being continually educated. So land banking, there's a lot to learn on it. Um, You as an investor, you don't have to know everything before you invest because we take care of all of it for you, but we are happy to provide that education and information for you. Just get a hold of me. Like, um, Adam said, dirt is gold.com. Awesome.
0: I, I, I'm a, I'll, I'll, we'll, uh, finish up the conversation here pretty soon, but I do have a couple of quick questions that I think the listener wants to know. So let me ask you real fast, as far as if they are wanting to get involved into buying dirt, um, gold, if they are wanting to buying purchase, uh, in land bank. I mean how much can they expect to spend what's kind of the range of the lowest end or the highest end that they might be able to get involved in into this business
2: sure so minimum to buy a property on your own 20 to 25,000 and we have properties that go all the way up to 2 to 3 million so anywhere in that range our goal at our company is to help the average investor create wealth through land. Typically throughout history, if you look back, it's always been the wealthy who controlled the land and who have been able to get rich through it. Um, But yeah, our goal is to help the average person do that. And people can also partner together. So, you know, if you buy a $25,000 property and you have four different partners on it, it makes it extremely affordable for you. I also have people who partner with themselves. So they'll use part cash and part IRA to invest and they can acquire a property that way. We do not have financing for it and actually that's the best way to own land is owning it outright. That way you don't have that stress of debt and you can literally just sit back, relax and let that land work for you without you having to work for it.
0: So. As we mentioned before, um, the other question that I was thinking that a lot of the listeners are probably asking themselves is just wondering how much the education costs. So um, if you could just kind of share what that looks like.
2: Free. (laughs) I'm happy to educate anyone and everyone who wants to learn about land banking. And if you feel it's the right opportunity for you, I can help you get a property. There's no cost to acquiring a property through us. And otherwise, you get a free education and I'm guarantee you'll learn something new. Uh, highly recommend, you know, just hopping on one of my webinars it takes about 70 minutes and you'll get all the details that you want to know.
0: Perfect. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. How, do, how does the listener find you then? How do they get a hold of you? If, if they really want to do this, what's the best way?
2: Um, best way, either go to my website, dirtisgold.com and sign up to get my free webinars or my contact information is on there. My email is Marcella, M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A at dirtisgold.com or you can call me at 925-337-2513.
0: Yes, I will I'll go ahead. If you're, if you're driving right now and you're like, Oh crap, I, I need to rewind this and don't get in a wreck. I don't want you to have an accident. I'll just put that phone number in the show notes. So whenever you have a second, you can grab the phone number. You can email her at Marcella at dirt or you can just go to dirt whenever you have a second. And again, it's a clickable link, scroll down, click the button and you're right there. Marcelo, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate learning a uh, little bit more about what land banking is, how it works. You've answered so many questions. I can't believe that the education is free. Uh, That is incredible. So if somebody wants to learn, it doesn't sound like there's any risk to learn a little bit more about it. So I encourage them to go check it out at dirtisgold.com. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate all the time you spent sharing this information with our audience. I'll let you go for now, but until next time, think outside the box.
2: Thank you, Adam.
0: I hope you decide to go ahead and grab your ticket to the Raising Money Summit this year. The networking is going to be outrageous. So I hope you'll accept my invitation to come to the Raising Money Summit by going to raisingmoneysummit.com. Check out the speaker lineup. Check out the already amazing ticket prices that we have and grab your discount for it as well. Just put in podcast. So that's your promo code. That's your discount code. I definitely want to see you there. October 3rd, 4th through 5th. Hey,
2: this is Matt Terrio of Epic Real Estate. And I've had this date marked on my calendar for a really long time. I'm looking forward to coming to Denver in October to share my secrets to raising private capital. I've raised millions using three specific, small, simple little questions that anyone can use. And I'm not going to hold anything back. If you're there, you're going to know them and you'll be able to raise millions too.
1: Hi, I'm Jillian Sidoti from one of the top syndication law firms in the country, Trowbridge Sidoti, crowdfundinglawyers.net. And there's a massive controversy going on right now in the world of raising private money. And that has to do with using your network to raise money for you. I see a lot of people doing this. I get a lot of phone calls about it. And a lot of people are doing it wrong. I want you to do it right. I want you to do it right. I want you to raise more money than you ever have before. And I want you to use your network. So I'm going to teach you how to rock your network For your money raising, you will raise more money this year than you ever have before if you follow what I tell you, October 3rd through the 5th at the Annual Raising Money Summit. It's in Denver. You need to join us. The Annual Raising Money Summit, October 3rd through 5th, and I'm going to teach you how to rock your network to raise more money than you ever have before.
0: Hey, this is Jason Yarusi of the Yarusi Holdings. Excited for the Raising Money Summit coming up in October. Going to be an awesome event. I'm going to be there giving you the four hurdles that you need to make sure you're surpassing so you can raise millions of dollars this and the next year from passive investors. It's going to be breaking down what I've done on past deals and how I use it going forward on all my future deals to make sure that I'm aligning with my past investors. Looking forward to it.